0: Hello everyone, so glad you could join us in our home at home. We began last week uh, talking about our second value, which is people are our cause. And we're gonna continue that this week. The value says we acknowledge every individual's journey and differences with love, and we commit to walking with one another as we each take the next step. This is about us valuing one another, and we really want to make this one of our key values. And we're going to look today at what God has to say about people and about his people. People are defined as those belonging to a place, religion, nation, race, language, class, or culture. And so if you belong to any one of those categories, You are who we are speaking about today. And we're going to speak on the topic, God will do anything for his people. And we join our, or pick up our story in Isaiah 43. Verse 1 says, Israel, the Lord who created you says, Do not be afraid, I will save you. I have called you by name, you are mine. We can actually replace the word Israel with your own name. I'm Garth. Garth, the Lord who created you, says. Whatever your name is, put your name there. And then he says, he created you. In other words, he has designed you. He knows you. He knows you better than you know yourself. And because of that, he's saying, Do not be afraid. I will save you. We never know that we need saving until actually we're in danger. And often sometimes it's too late. But God is saying that ahead of time, don't be afraid. Whatever you are about to encounter, whatever you are about to experience, I will save you. I have called you by name. You are mine that's amazing. You are mine. In other words, he's saying, I have redeemed you. 1 Corinthians 6, he says, you were bought with a price. You are mine. To redeem something or to someone, it's actually paying a price for somebody who or something that is lost. buying it back lost to him he's buying or has bought you back and he's saying you are his and therefore if you are his he's going to take care of you he's saying i'm responsible for you you are mine he goes on to say when you pass through deep waters now it's interesting he doesn't say if he says when so he's letting us know that at some stage you are going to pass through deep waters. But he's saying, I will be with you. That is an amazing statement. He's giving you uh, foreknowledge. Whether it's today, some of you may be going through your deep waters now. Why is that challenging because deep waters suggest that you can drown. Often deep waters can have things unknown beneath, lurking beneath. You don't know where you're going to put your foot. It can be uh, scary. You can be overwhelmed by it, but God is saying, I will be with you. Your troubles will not overwhelm you. Can I say it again? Your troubles will not overwhelm you. You may feel or think and the enemy's telling you hey you're never going to come through this but god is saying no he won't let it overwhelm you like those deep waters when you pass through the fire you will not be burnt i hate to say it all of us are going to go through some kind of fire something that makes us feel like lord this is just too much Can I bear any more? But he's telling you, no, you will not be burnt. This was the story of the three Hebrew boys. They were in the middle of the fire under pressure to succumb to something that they were not prepared to do. In other words, to give up their God and serve and bow to a king or an idol. And they refused to do it. So they were thrown into a fire. But listen to what happens. The Bible tells us that they refused to bow. And while they were in the fire, the incarnate Christ shows up. The word shows up. And the Bible tells us that when the king came along to see if they were still alive, they were not only still alive, but he saw a fourth person in the fire. God is letting us know that is the example that you might be going through the fire right now, but He's telling you that I'm in it with you. You will not be burnt. The hard trials that come will not hurt you. Why? Because He's with you. He will protect you. As difficult as it appears right now, you are coming out of this alive. You're coming out of this well. Put your trust in Him because with God, all things are possible. The principle of building your house upon the rock or the sand is where we are placed here. If we build our lives on His word, in other words, take what He's told you. Let that build faith in you. When he tells you that you will not be burnt, believe it. Tell yourself, I'm not going to be burnt. Tell yourself, I'm coming out of this. Why? Because God has already declared it. Verse 3, 4, this is the reason, I am the Lord. I am the Lord, your God. In other words, the Lord means he reigns over everything. He reigns over his creation. There is nothing that he has created that is more powerful than him. He's letting you know, for I am the Lord, your God, because you are his people. We are his people. The holy God of Israel, in other words, he's saying holy because he's separated from everything else. He's not contaminated. He's not biased. He's true. And he's set apart. And all his love is coming in your direction right now. He's the holy God of Israel who saves you. I will give up Egypt to set you free. I will give up Ethiopia and Seba. Think of the biggest country, the biggest territory right now. If that is coming against you in his possession, he says he will deal with them on your behalf. He will surround you with favor as a shield because you are his. Have you ever seen a uh, 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 mother hen protecting her chick? Sometimes that we've seen situations where she's gone through a fire, ends up dying, but the chick's come out alive. Why? Because she has covered her possession. That's the God we serve. You're his. And he tells us here in verse 4, I will give up the whole nations to save your life because you are precious to me and because I love you and give you honor. It's the way we love that most precious person in our life. Some of you have precious values uh, or or, or articles at home and and you insure them. God has an insurance that he's established for you, it's his word, it's a declaration that no matter what you go through he says he will save you because you are precious to him. It's like Gollum in the Lord of the Rings, he has this obsession with the ring and he calls it my precious, in fact you are like that to God, you are his precious creation. He values you above all. And when others come against you, he says, I will fight for you. Verse five, do not be afraid. I'm with you. Speak to the fear you are experiencing right now and tell the fear to go. For the Lord your God is with you. Be bold, be strong. Hallelujah. He tells us here, from the distant east and the farthest west, I will bring your people home. I have a story my father told me about my uncle, who as a soldier you know, fought in a war but went through some difficult times. And he reached a moment in his life where he felt like taking his own life. And his testimony declares that he will, he put the rope over the tree and was about to hang himself. But his mother, my grandmother, was on 21 days of fasting, was praying for her children. And she prayed and called on the name of God and the Bible. lets us know that God will come after you wherever you are. And his story was that he just heard a voice called to him and he just began walking and he walked for miles and miles and found the nearest church, walked in and they were just counting up the research, the, the, the offering they collected earlier in the week to do the accounts. He ignored everybody, went to the altar and gave his life to God and he became one of the most successful preachers in the Caribbean. Why? Because God will bring those loved ones home. He will bring the lost home. You may be having somebody right now in your life that that, is damaging their life. They're they're astray. You're concerned. God will bring them back because you have called on him as your son, your daughter. And he says they're his. I don't know whether... You have done this, but we dedicated our children to God. We gave them back to God. And so we trust him that no matter what they experience, that they belong to him and that he will always bring them back when they go astray. And so we trust in the Lord. Maybe that's your story today. Verse 6, I will tell the north to let them go and the south not to hold them back. Let my people return from distant lands from every part of the world. In other words, as far away as they are, they could be in Australia. The power of the prayer that we have to our God, our creator, can reach anyone, anywhere. Because he's invested in his people. Verse 7, they are mine own people, and I created them to bring me glory. God created you and me to bring him glory. That when we yield and give our lives to him, there's something about who we are that celebrates and declares who he is. You're his, fearfully and wonderfully made. Read Psalms 139. Take it verse by verse, but it's such a powerful passage that says, Before I was even formed in my mother's womb, he knew me. And David expresses that when your father or mother forsakes you, the Lord will pick and take you up. You're his. He's coming to claim you back, redeem you. Because you're his son, you're his daughter. Luke 19 verse 10 says, For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. From the moment Adam and Eve sinned in the garden of Eden, they began to hide. And the voice of God came looking for them in the the garden and saying, Adam, where are you? Eve, where are you? Maybe he's saying that to you today. Where are you? I'm looking for you. You are mine. And it could be your time to come home today. Don't delay. Don't second guess it. If you're hearing this message, come home to him. Because you are his. He, he's, you're precious to him. You're his precious. He loves you. Jesus lets us know that everything he went through was in honor of his father. And like him... We too must be about our father's business and his business was about the people. So therefore, if we love him, we said last week that we love others, uh, love God by loving others. We serve God by serving others. Therefore, if God so loved the world, that he gave to bring all the lost ones home, then we have to get on board with that. And he tells us this in Matthew 28, verse 19. Go then to all peoples everywhere and make them my disciples. Baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. He's letting you know that your responsibility, our cause, is to make disciples. Disciples. We've gathered in our homes at home, set up today to declare that we're coming together, not only to to worship, but to grow, to become disciple-makers. Who are you going to bring with you? Go then to all peoples, all peoples, everywhere, and do what? Make them my disciples. Show them what God has shown you. Love them the way he loves you. Serve them the way he has given his life to serve you. And in so doing, we begin to demonstrate what it means to come alongside another and to walk With them. As different as they are to me and you. We are all God's children. We are all his people. And the beauty of it is we bring our own culture, our own personalities. Everything about you is wonderful. And God is saying bring it all to him and allow him to make and bring the best out of you. And the way we do this, we do it together. And we sharpen, we strengthen one another. Baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We look forward to our our baptismals, where we have those of you who are coming to God, giving your life to him, can experience the powerful experience of or expression of baptism but this is all part of making disciples. Who are you going to bring with you? So that when you make it into the kingdom of heaven, which we all immediately do when we give our lives to Christ, we are already registered as kingdom citizens. But wouldn't it be amazing if you enter the kingdom of God in the eternal destiny with our Father and you look around and you see all those who are there because you reached out, that you went after them, you made more disciples. We can do this together. We can take our part of the kingdom, our chapter of God's church, and make people our cause, fulfill the commission of our Father, and honor the sacrifice of Jesus Christ that he gave so that we can be the masterpiece that he's honoring as his creation, as his people. And we can disciple others and say like Paul, follow me as I follow Christ. Who are you bringing with you? hallelujah the power of who we are is demonstrated by our love and our love for people God loves you so that you can not only just love him but love others that they know that through you God speaks and they hear his voice, the way you smile at that person in the supermarket, the, the way you, you, somebody comes into your mind and you drop them a note or you, you, you pick up the phone and say, Look, I haven't spoken to you for a while. How are you doing? Because we care about people. We cannot do this journey alone. We were never created to be alone. That's why God looked at Adam and said it was not good for the man to be alone. We've got to do this together. I'll read the value again. We acknowledge every individual's journey. We're all on a journey. Each different, but we're on this road together. And the differences with love. Some tall, small, short, all shapes, all sizes, all colors. And we commit to walking with one another. No one should be walking alone, we walk together. Walk with me as I walk with you. And as we each take the next step, we're not gonna be still, we're not gonna be lazy. We are gonna be about our father's business and we are about, about to be exactly who he wants us to be. People who invest in people. People are our cause. If you're hearing this message and you don't know Jesus, I want to let you know that you simply have to hear his voice and respond to the call. Like my uncle who heard the voice and responded to the call, he walked miles. But today... He is in the kingdom of God. He passed away some years back, but he's in the kingdom of God because somebody somewhere was praying for him. Somebody somewhere was investing in him. All you have to do is simply pray this prayer Dear God, thank you for sending your son to die on the cross for my sins. I repent of my sins. Forgive me. Come into my heart. Make me your son, make me your daughter and be my Lord. If you pray that prayer, then by faith, you receive God into your life. You too can walk this journey and you have fulfilled or, or claimed the redemptive power and expression of his love. And we can walk together. For those of us who know God, May we be encouraged today that we are about finding and reaching people. That we are not making it into the kingdom alone. We're taking others with us. Walk with me as I walk with you. Make disciples. Make people our cause. God bless you.